Hi, this is Web37 Daily, a 1.37 p.m. daily Twitter space on all things NFTs and Web3. Anything can happen in Web37. Anything at all, including a bunch of people who were just in the VFriends and Ledger space now joining to listen here. Philly, Lisa, who else was in here? Danny just asked a question in the Ledger and VFriends thing, so shout out to you guys. Shout out to y'all. That, that might be the earliest soundboard we've ever had on the Web37 podcast. That we're a minute in, we got a soundboard action. I love it. Can, can, can we get some uh, some clapping emojis in the audience for soundboard at point three seconds into the space? Can we can we give it up? I love it. I love it. Audience literally cheering. <laughs> There's like two people that did it at first only. <laughs> that was so there we funny. go. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 I love it. 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 Oh man. Yeah. I, I can already feel the the grumpiness uh just radiating from max on uh how quickly we executed on that soundboard action just there um can, can, can we get the latest uh take here uh grumpy gramps here yeah well thankfully i uh thankfully i just tuned in like just a- after the soundboard effect so uh, i got got lucky with that but um i'm actually especially grumpy today. sorry I, I i had to you, you can just i'll just i'll just step down from the <laughs> no um i'm especially grumpy today because my airpods aren't working so if if i have a extra grumpiness just radiating off of my voice uh, i apologize for that <laughs> i love how you always keep the same tone it's it's like i i just imagine um the many faces of, of, of Max. It's just, you know, it's just the same PFP. It, it, it really, um, yeah, it was so yeah, great. You know, never get too high, never get too low. You just, we're at a constant emotionally, you know. Even keel. I love it. I love it. Um, we have some wonderful uh, topics for today. Um, as I pull them up, um, how are we doing today? Like, Good day today, I'd say, overall, in uh, in Web3 land. A lot of VCon talk. Um, you just came from uh, a space, Ezra, actually. Um, you want to tell us about it, like the Ledger space? Yeah, so I just came from, and I know a lot of people in the audience also just came from that. If you missed it, it was VCon and VFriends and Ledger all coming together and talking about their activation. Um, I teased, well, Ledger teased their new exclusive VFriends hardware wallet that they're releasing in VCon. It has, I believe, a steadfast snake and a couple other VFriends on the actual device. I believe that's coming in a limited quantity, only viable through being there in person and getting it at VCon. So they have that limited edition uh, feature in their activation. They also have ledgers that you can purchase and then talk with a team member on how to set it up. If you don't have a ledger yet, I mean, you know, if you, if you don't have a ledger and you have NFTs, you got to get a ledger. Like there's literally no other way to put it. It's the best way to do security. Um, if you're, you know, if you are using MetaMask and you have NFTs only stored on your MetaMask and you don't use any type of hardware wallet to sign, your security is not up to where it needs to be. You know, in the space, I asked Ledger if they saw a world where they were... Uh, saw a world where you can safely store an NFT on your smartphone. And they basically said, that's kind of the whole reason we exist because there is no way to do that because the hardware is not built with security first. Like these web two, um, the quote unquote web two way of doing things, which is basically just how the internet is right now. You get software updates all the time. Like the last five updates have been critical updates for Android. And you know, I know that's Android, whatever, doesn't matter. All types of phones have, yes, whether you have an Apple or an Android, these devices get updated very, very often. And a lot of the time it's because of security breaches that are leaking data from an app or leaking data from the operating system, what have you. So there is no way to safely secure NFTs on a mobile device right now, which is, I mean, it would make life a lot easier to not need a computer and not need a USB cable to plug your ledger in, but that's just not the world that we're living in. So they had a space 
talking about their activation, I asked them if they saw World. They said not yet, but they did say that, and I think I texted Nick about clipping this and potentially making a whole article out of it because the answer was so good. Sounds like Ledger is looking to be, and they, this is a direct quote, being the Apple of the Web3 space when it comes to hardware and having a device that is built with security in mind and security from the ground up to safely store your NFT device and also have that device be able to use social and call your friends and family and take pictures. So they didn't say that they were making a smartphone. I'm taking that leap and kind of making that seem what it sounds like, but it's kind of what it sounds like. So that's that's kind of the, uh, if you missed it, that's the whole shebang on the ledger space. Oh, and one more thing about that is at the VCon, at the VCon booth that they have, they're going to be doing security presentations on how best to use this hardware, how to set it up, and basically making sure that you're using the best practices to keep your NFTs and your coins safe, which I think is of the utmost importance. Like you need to have your NFTs secured because this is a new way of custodying assets and there is no one to call if things go wrong. So you have to take that extra step when you have these NFTs in your wallet. It's a wild west out here. It really is. It really be like that out here um, in Web3 land. But yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm, I wish I could have listened to more of the space. But um, yeah, it seemed really interesting when I was in there. Um, but, you know, I think we uh, I think we have our own topic. So to, to cover today and um, the very first one we want to cover is uh, Solana. Solana has been having some interesting movements. Um, I think there's been some fanfare around the OK Bears. Um, so Max, do you want to tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, I'm going to be extra grumpy during this uh, segment oh, though because uh, <laughs> there's a lot that there's a lot that's grinding my gears about this situation. But um, <laughs> you know, a high level uh, kind of intro to this topic is uh, Solana NFTs have really um, been kind of popping off a little bit, specifically with the OK Bears project, which currently uh, has a floor of 225 Sol on OpenSea, which is just slightly over $12,000. Um, and this project, I've kind of been seeing it for a while now, and it's it's just these these bears. And uh, when I first saw it, though, there was kind of a, there's kind of some commotion about it because the art is resembles kind of Bored Ape's uh, art very closely. There's a lot of similarities um, and kind of the details, and some are calling it like a direct derivative of Bored Ape's. Um, Others kind of view it as its own standalone, unique project. But uh, nonetheless, it's getting a lot of a lot of love, a lot of conversation about it on Twitter. Um, then there was this kind of a direct derivative of OK Bears called Not OK Bears, which, and I just want to kind of put this in a context. Like I'm, I'm out here just like talking about bear pictures, like it's like a huge deal in the world right now, but. Uh, there's this other project called Not OK Bears, which was a flipped version of OK Bears. And uh, this was on Ethereum. Uh, and this project was delisted from OpenSea today. Um, I don't know the exact explanation about it, but I can only wonder. Uh, and it currently has a 0.05 ETH floor on LuxRare. Um, but aside from these two projects, I think it's d definitely... Worthy to note that Solana projects uh, comprise four out of the top 10 collections on OpenSea in terms of 24-hour uh, volume, which is pretty notable. I don't think I've ever seen, um, I don't think I've seen that to date. Uh, included in those top 10 is a project called the Bored Ape Solana Club, which is literally just Bored Apes with a Solana gradient uh, background. And the floor for those is $1,500. Uh, you know, I thought we were in a, a recession Apparently not. Uh, now, it is worthy to note that in the Roundup thread, um, uh, there's a very, very, very valuable Twitter account called, I believe it's NFT Statistics or something along those lines. And they noted that most Solana projects are steady uh, or down since being listed on OpenSea. Uh, yet, four of the top 10 collections 
on OpenCR Solana projects right now over the last 24 hours. And, you know, my kind of just quick hot take, I, I don't want to hog, hog the mic, but go ahead. I think it's very, very, very important for the Solana NFT ecosystem to thrive for mass adoption because, you know, these projects are typically cheaper than what we see on Ethereum and Solana also is faster and there's less gas fees and it's just more kind of consumer centric. Um, but I really just don't like the quality of these projects. It's mostly derivatives, bad derivatives. In my opinion, the OK Bears art is directly based on the board eight part. And that, you know, it's just and for a project to be worth, you know, selling for 12 to have a $12,000 floor, like that's concerning. You know, I, I don't think, you know, I mean, personally, I would not ever spend that nearly that much amount of money on a project that looks, you know, pretty much exactly like another project. And I'm definitely not spending that, you know, even close to that amount of money on a board Solana club, you know, like, I just think that there's a lot of uh, work to do in terms of the Solana NFT community and the people creating NFTs on Solana to really just like, you know, take the challenge of doing something that's original and has value and that's unique and novel and not just copying other projects. But with that said, I'm happy that Solana NFTs are thriving right now because I think it's an overall uh, net good for the entire NFT community. Okay, that's my that's my rant. That's my talk. Thank you for the TED talk. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, that was that was um, very articulate, and and thank you for that. I the the one stat that stood out for me was the 24 hour volume. Uh, you said it was what three three out of the four top projects were Solana. Four four out of the top ten. Or four out of the top ten. Yeah. Thank you for correcting that. Um, yeah, that's wild. Um, that is that's uh that's really awesome. I think that that creates a lot more of interest and, and volume and, and just a lot more innovation to have that, uh, market competition, uh, across chains. Um, Ezra, what's your take on all this? You know, I used to be a Bitcoin maximalist. I used to think Bitcoin was the only coin that was worth any time, attention, money, anything. And then there's a soundboard. Yeah. (laughs) No, and I, I literally remember going into like an Ethereum meetup because I use meetup.com to meet people in real life because I still had questions about this tech. I was new to it. So I needed to talk to people. And some guy when Ethereum was like 5 to $7 and for OGs in the space that have been in here since like 2017, you might remember the Ethereum and Ethereum classic hard fork. And during that time, it was there weren't that many coins that were really doing things that were innovative or interesting. And Ethereum was one of them. So it got a lot of attention. And uh, a lot of the messaging that I heard from people that I followed and talked to in real life was, you know, the blockchain cannot be rolled back. The blockchain is the ultimate truth. And, you know, you can't mess with the blockchain. Well, Ethereum ended up rolling rolling back the chain to give the money back that was... um, that was contributed in a hack. And that's the reason that the blockchain split was because some people wanted their, they wanted their money back. So they went with Ethereum, but Ethereum classic, they did not roll back the chain and they basically kept all those transactions the same. So that created two different coins. And so there was a, that was kind of in the news when I was at this meetup and some guy told me, Hey, check out what's going on in Ethereum. It's really, really interesting tech. And then I said something about, Oh, but they rolled back the chain, blah, blah, blah. I didn't listen to him. Well, here we are now, and everything I do in my day-to-day evolves around Ethereum. So he was right. I did not listen to him. And since then, I've realized, oh, yeah, consumers don't care what chain their asset is on, you know? So I think what we're going to see is, especially with OpenSea now accepting or, yeah, accepting Solana NFTs and having these NFTs listed on their website, I think consumers aren't going to care what chain it's on. And I'm very excited that Solana has these NFTs and that it's cheaper for people to use. And the settlement fee or the settlement time is faster and there's lower fees. So I I do think with the OK Bears, we don't really need another derivative project. It does look very similar and I'm not quite sure what their 
unique value proposition is. So I'm totally in line with Max on these, you know, these NFT projects need to be innovating if they're going to be worthwhile long-term. Sure, the hype's there. It's getting a lot of attention. There's some memeing going on with not okay bears being a flipped version of this derivative project. So it's a derivative of a derivative. You know, is that really adding to the space? I think there's a conversation to be had there. So yeah, that, that's kind of my take. I think consumers won't care what chain their assets are on as long as it's cheaper, as long as it's cheap and fast to use. So Solana is an alternative to Ethereum. I know that Ethereum is the main chain. And additionally, I think in the future, you'll be able to swap your coins to whatever chain you want. So you can have Ethereum and the NFT that you want is on Solana. You can still buy that Solana NFT with your Ethereum because the swap will just happen in the background. You won't have to swap it through MetaMask and do an extra transaction and go through all these extra steps that we do today. In the future, it's just going to be one streamlined process and it won't really matter what chain your NFT is on. So that that's my TED talk right there. You've now listened to two TED talks. <laughs> I love it. I also, you know, you hit the point that I was going to make almost perfectly. It really is just for real mass adoption to happen uh, at the end of the day, it's, you know, the, there, there's always a question in product, particularly with blockchain uh, is, you know, how much do you let people see behind the inner workings of things? Right. Because, you know, when you swipe your uh, visa card um, to check out, like you're, you don't have to like go in and, and validate the transaction and, and you know, you, you don't have to look at like an ether scan or what have you, um, you know, you don't have to check like the, um, the IT infrastructure of the, you know, card swiping machine that you have right in front of you. Like, that's not something that you have to do, um, in our current day, uh, you know, financial system. So I think that you're going to start seeing much more, uh, stripped back, just very, um, very basic and simple uh, user interfaces that um, will, to your point, all the exchanges or what have you will just show up as uh, transaction fees and it doesn't really have to go into the details of what actually, um, it's almost like weeding out all of the, 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 I don't want to say nerdiness, but just <laughs> all of the technical aspects of things in it, just an early technological infrastructure um, to drive more mass adoption. Cause like, you're not going to have to know all the inner workings of how like, okay, like I don't know uh, to be truthful. I don't know how, when I swipe my debit card or credit card, how that actually registers it, it, to my bank or to what have you. But I know it because we're, I know more about how transactions happen through web three in the blockchain, because we're just early adopters of the technology. I think this, that is going to, as more people uh, build better solutions and build more streamlined ways for people to purchase things or interact with the blockchain, um, you'll, you'll start to see less and less of um, needing that technological, uh, you know, that tech, that tech background um, to understand what's happening. So yeah, I, I think right now we're at a point of like, if if we were all like, if we were driving a car, like MetaMask asks you, you know, you have to swap coins, you have to do all this extra stuff. If it was like a car, the, how we use MetaMask now is like your engine asking, how much fuel would you like me to put into this one specific piston pump? And then we have to like press the button and it actually goes, I, you know, in the future, we're just going to turn the key and it's going to turn on and it's all going to work. And we'll freaking sing Kumbaya. No, <laughs> no, but I, literally, I think that's where we're at now is like, it's super complex. There's so many extra steps and yeah, the, the future is going to be a lot more seamless. Yes. But for now, you know, it's, it's just not right now. But Hey, brick by brick, day by day, we're building that. Um, I love it. Um, Ape Fest, Pier 17 in NYC. Um, I have an affinity for NFT NYC because I was on their team last year. 
Um, so this is super exciting to me. Uh, Max, do you want to give us a lowdown on on all things uh, Ford API Club in NFT NYC? Yeah, as someone who completely uh, whiffed on uh, Bored Apes, uh, I can tell you I'm not salty at all uh, about ApeFest. Um, I'm very happy for all uh, Bored Ape holders because this year, ApeFest is at NFT NYC just like last year. Uh, this year, it's from June 20th to the 23rd. I, I think every night between those dates, they're having um, they're having events uh, at uh, Pier 17, which is their location, which is an indoor-outdoor waterfront venue overlooking, uh, I believe, the Brooklyn Bridge, which if you've seen uh, pictures of this venue, it looks insane. Um, it should be an incredible place to have ApeFest. The capacity, I believe, uh, Yuga said it's 3,400 people, which is double last year, which is pretty pretty cool. It should be just a massive, massive gathering every night uh, during ApeFest. And I don't think uh, other details have been released yet about what all is going on uh, over those four, uh, three or four days of ApeFest. But given the venue, I would imagine it's just going to be it's just going to be an, 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 an a really insane time for, for everyone attending. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't have any additional information other than PR 17, New York City, June 20th to the 23rd, 5 to 10 p.m. I think it said every night. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure that's what the announcement said. And yeah, congrats to everyone in the Bored Ape ecosystem. Uh, I hope I hope those all those people are able to go and really take advantage of it. I, I am also in the camp of super not salty, you know, uh, people that, you know, totally just, ugh, man, I just, I, I remember it when they were minting, man, uh, and just didn't capitalize on it, but it's okay. Uh, we're here. We're, we're thriving out here. Um, Ezra, what's your take? Yeah. Last year at NFT NYC, I believe they had an actual yacht that board eight members could go on. And I remember that being like the talk of the town, like people were waiting, like camping out to get these wristbands that would allow you to get onto the yacht. So Max said that this is going to be two times the amount of space that are that of people that can be in there. So we'll see how long people have to wait outside the event. And from the picture in the pin tweet up at the top, um, it is a concert venue. So it looks like they'll have some type of music act. And I'm sure that, with all the artists that have Board Ape Yacht Club, you know, they might have, I mean, Eminem has a, has a Board Ape. I think Snoop has a Board Ape. I, I mean, there's a lot of specifically musicians that are getting these. So I don't think they'll have much of a hard time of filling that stage with entertainment. And I'm sure that this will also be the talk of the town for NFT NYC. You know, yo, did you go to Pier 17? Did you go to Pier 17? So it, it'll be fun. I, I will not be going because I do not have an ape. Um, but yeah, shout out to the people that are going, and that's definitely going to be a, a place that people are going to want to be. I know that much. Yeah, definitely agree with you. And just to build off of kind of point that you bring up, uh, I, I do also remember last year seeing those pictures and videos of people waiting outside the lines for their, uh, or waiting in the lines for the for the wristbands to get into Ape Fest. And if I remember correctly, they Yuga uh, the Yuga team really said that they that was the, kind of their first go around and they kind of screwed up in terms of the logistics of it. And so I'd be very surprised if they had people waiting in lines like did like they did last year. And I think they'll definitely have a, a much better process uh, this go around. Shout out to uh, Board Apes. Yeah. I'm um sorry there's just uh, something that hit my desk that will uh we'll cover in a second here um as we wrap up our our last um, topic for a roundup for today. Uh, Linktree rolling out an NFT integration. I think this looks really cool based on the teaser video that they had. Um, Max, tell us about it. Yeah, so this is really like the third big uh, company that we've seen integrate NFTs over the past few weeks or plan it, you know, announce that they're planning to integrate NFTs. Uh, uh, this time it's Linktree. I believe it was just yesterday or the day before it was Spotify. And then obviously Instagram um, last week or the week uh, before that. But yeah, Linktree jumping into Web3, adding uh, 
coincidentally, three new features to their uh, kind of platform uh, for creators. And this is in partnership, direct partnership with OpenSea. The first of these features is just a standard kind of NFT gallery that creators will be will be able to have their link tree profile. Um, the second feature is, of course, everyone's favorite, the NFT profile picture. And then the third, I think this is the most interesting, is a feature they're calling NFT lock, which really is token gated access to exclusive content and links for their creators communities. And I think that that last feature is the most interesting because, you know, we talk about mass adoption, mass adoption, and someone who I think everyone on the stage really appreciates in the space, Danny Cole from Creature World, uh, he, he really kind of uh, often repeats a line, which is why own an NFT? And I think for the masses, you know, if they're on a link tree profile and they're seeing, oh, they can only click this link, only access this content if they have a specific NFT because it's token gated. I think that's a really, really neat feature. And I'm really happy that Linktree is adding it because it should definitely show the value of owning an NFT. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of the quick rundown of Linktree. I was really impressed with kind of the rollout today of, you know, they, they didn't announce that they're uh, testing anything. They just flat out said, this is what we're doing. It's three features in partnership with OpenSea. And their kind of line that they used in this little short promo vid was, uh, they're trying to connect Web two audiences to Web three projects, which I thought was an interesting, concise way of looking at it from their perspective. But yeah, that's the quick rundown on Linktree, and I think it's uh, it's very exciting. Should be extremely exciting. I uh, yeah, I am always excited to see new companies entering Web three. Um, you know, I mean, granted, there's there's obviously like different companies that do it better than others. But I think that just overall, even just giving it a shot, just seeing these um, larger organizations with a lot more resources um, to be able to make larger impacts and, and make uh, bigger moves in the space, I think is um, a net good for everybody involved. Um, Ezra, any, yeah, what, what's, uh, what's your take? I think this is a great product market fit for Linktree specifically because their entire product is centralized, uh, a bunch of different links, and then you click the link and it takes you to a place. This is, it, it really is perfect because there haven't been many easy ways to integrate a token gated website. And so for Linktree, a product that has traditionally given you links <laughs> to go somewhere else, this is exactly in in line with what they do. And them partnering with OpenSea is super smart because OpenSea has that feature as well. And this is this feature is entirely Web 2. It has nothing really to do with the smart contract. It's just verifying that you own the NFT and then everything beyond that, once, once it's verified on the Web 3 side, on the blockchain side that you own that, everything else is just Web 2 and it's a normal website. It's just getting you to that place and verifying that you are able to go in there because you have the NFT. That's what's been missing. OpenSea's already done that. And then them partnering with Linktree is perfect. So I really, really like this. And Linktree has, I mean, it seems like every single Instagram account has a Linktree because you can only put one link on Instagram. So I'm pumped about this. I think Link, this is a really smart move by Linktree. It sure yeah, is. I just, none of us on the stage are, I don't think uh, developers in any way, shape, or form. I certainly don't know how to code. I do know how to print uh, "Hello World." That's pretty much it, though. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Ezra, I just I do want to just kind of uh, correct one thing that you did say because I did read pretty deep into everything Linktree NFT related today, and I do think that it is uh, that feature is directly uh, tied to the smart contract um, and that address and. I don't necessarily know how the tech works exactly, but I the the token gated links is definitely supported by the um, the the projects or communities um, smart contract address. So I just wanted to add that in there. Got it. Right. Okay. Yeah. I went to uh, college for programming for three years, and I was supposed to go for two years, and then I failed out. So it makes sense that <laughs> I made that thing. <laughs> oh, oh man. I took. I took one coding class in college and I dropped out halfway through the semester because it just, my brain just didn't work that way. But 
I do want to, I do actually want to learn how to do some, some basic web three related, uh, things with, you know, on the, on the developer side, just to get some basic understanding, but yeah, I don't want to talk about my college experience. <laughs> I do think, um, for people that are interested in the programming aspect, if you can learn solidity or learn another smart contract, uh, programming language that is going to be a great use of your time in the coming five years like there's going to be so much demand for coders that understand solidity and coders that understand smart contracts on blockchains like flow um solana any other blockchain those are just the ones right now but in five years we have no idea what those chains will be oh that's going to be a you're saying that there there could be in high demand in the future they are like that i i think they're there, there can't, there isn't enough developer. There aren't enough developers at the moment. I mean, there's just so much demand. I know people that are at least do it on some sort of freelance basis. And, and they're saying, I mean, shit, like they're making so much money in terms of just developing these different projects and creating custom solutions. Um, yeah. If you know, if you're, if you have any sort of interest in it, I highly recommend you look into it. Um, there's, there's plenty of resources out there. Just, just uh, hit up, good old pal Google. Um, and, uh, I'm sure you'll be able to find plenty of, uh, learning resources for you. Yeah. There's one off the top of my head for solidity is crypto zombies.io. Right. I, when I was learning solidity, like I, I went all the way through and then I had to learn C plus plus to like actually test the code. And that's where I gave up. So I'm like, man, I C plus plus, I don't know. That's just a lot. Uh, but if you do have the drive to do that, crypto zombies.io great free resource on learning solidity. You could probably complete that entire thing in a weekend if you really wanted to. So, um, yeah, developers in high demand right now and will continue to be over the next five years. I love it. Um, some breaking news. Um, we see that creature world just made a tweet. Um, just captioned VCon 2022. Um, speaking, I know, uh, you mentioned, uh, one of us mentioned Danny Cole earlier. Um, this has me fired up. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, there's a video up there pinned at the top. It's um, a little 40-second video, almost 37 seconds, in line with 137. A 38-second video of his of Danny Cole's creature, because they have like an actual creature suit where like someone's in there and it's like life-size. And it's them meeting Gary and like having a meeting, a little promo. Um, a couple shots of the office, if you've watched Daily V, um, one of Gary V's YouTube series, then you'll recognize a lot of the spots in this promo. So looks like they're doing some sort of activation or some, uh, the creatures are coming to VCon, I think is is the right way to put that. So they, they just posted that like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, they also right underneath that video on Twitter, they posted kind of a this graphic and it says, uh, painting in the park uh, on Ooh. Friday at 530 uh, outside the stadium. So I don't, know what that means but it sounds quite interesting um painting in the park wow look at that oh i love it um this this is kind of similar to the fiwo thing happening too right like i think that'll be super cool yeah that's on yeah i mean that's one of my thing that's one of the things i'm most excited for uh on thursday and look if i'm able to do back-to-back -back days paint parties with Fuocious and then Danny Cole, that will be, that'll be a great time. I'd be, I'd be very thrilled if that was the outcome. What are you going to paint? Uh, probably some creatures, you know, uh, that's kind of a hot take, but if I'm <laughs> painting anything with Danny Cole, it's probably, it's probably going to be. Well, no, each day. That's what I'm saying. Well, cause it's a oh, thing, day. you know I what mean, I'm saying? Like, yeah, I've, I have no idea. I got to plan my, my paintings. I mean, I, I can't, I can't paint on the spot. I got to have a, a concept going in and, I don't have that concept yet, but I'll, uh, I'll report back when, when I do get it. We need, we need live tweets of this, uh, Ezra. We'll, oh, we'll, we'll make easy. sure we'll, we'll make sure to, we'll make it a point to, uh, have I'll, some live action. I know what I'm painting. I'm, I'm painting a grumpy grandpa. Oh, oh, I love it. Oh, it, it will have to do each of our, um, archetypes if you will, in, uh, these spaces, spaces that we do. It's wonderful. Um, yeah, Ezra, any um, any other thoughts on that? No, it's interesting. I I, I like creatures. I had my uh, dad buy a creature 
And th so that's like one of my dad's only NFTs is a creature world. Um, so I'm sure that he'll be, cause he's going to VCon too. I'm sure that he'll be excited to see some, some creature and, uh, meet Danny Cole possibly. So, um, I do think since we're on VCon, we should start having people up if they want to speak. I think so. Let's, um, let's bring some people up here. Some of our good homies. Um, let's get Gavin. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Awesome. What's up, everyone? How we doing? Good? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm doing really good. I love it. I love it. You're uh, you're going to be at VCon, right? Definitely at VCon. And I'm super excited for uh, Felocious Paint Party. Um, you know, Felocious. <laughs> you know how much I love Felocious. Um, yeah, that's going to be awesome. Super excited. What are you going to paint? I could ask you that, and I think you'll definitely yeah. <laughs> like that is a deeper answer to what. You well, um, I was talking um, in a space um, recently, and like, you know, I I'm just an intuition artist, so it'll. I don't even know what I'm gonna paint to tell you the truth. Um, you know, I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't want to make a big like scheme of what I'm gonna paint. I just want to get up there and see what happens. Because some of my best paintings, you know, they they came out like where I was just really trying to just I was thinking about an idea and I just let my paintbrush go. So I'm I'm excited. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I mean, Ezra, I, I think that um, you can speak to uh, any sort of V friends updates or, or things of that nature. Cause I know people are, are hankering for, um, some V friends or, or V con news. Um, any, uh, any things that are, uh, happening as of late? I think we're seeing more and more speakers and activations starting to come up. Like I've, I mean, we kind of talked about creature world doing some kind of activation, but it wasn't confirmed. But as of 30 minutes ago, now it is confirmed. So I think we're going to start to see more of the creators and speakers maybe announce that they're doing like a satellite event or some kind of activation there. So I think over the, what is it? VCon starts in what, two days? So I think we have two days so left crazy, to see. Bro. I know. In two days, we'll see exactly who has what planned. I mean, just listening to the ledger space about an hour ago, They've got a lot of stuff that they're doing. They're literally holding like educational courses two times a day for hardware wallets and NFT security, which I think is super important. And there were even some like beginners in the NFT space that are going to VCon. You know, I think us being involved in the project for, you know, eight months to a year, it seems like it's it's this OG group of people, but there's still people trickling in that don't know that much about NFTs and crypto. And so there will be people there. Ledger has information for them so yeah i think we'll start to see a lot more activations coming up um with creature world being the the newest development yeah i think there's um there's a lot i mean there's a lot of different developments a lot of different things happening um i actually i, I do want to open it up for um for drip ballers and uh and oscar to say what's up um drip ballers i know you're up here first what's good Hey guys, hope you're all well. Um, I just wanted to touch on. I'm not actually. I'm not going to VCon um, this year. I hope I get to go when it comes to Toronto or if it comes to Toronto. However, I just wanted to touch on um, your Solana comments as well as uh, VCon attendees. So I noticed on the VCon schedule on Saturday morning you have Mila Kunis and Lisa Sturbakov who co-created, um, uh, sorry, Orchard Farm Productions and did Stoner Cats but they also did a Solana project that they're going to be talking about. Um, they did, <clears throat> I'm not going to mention it because I'll leave that all, all up to you. You guys get to uh, attend and see it, but I'd pay attention to it. Uh, we actually, uh, I'm, I'm in the community and um, it's been really, really fun. And to touch on the Solana, uh, it's super, super fast and very, very little cost. Uh, we have, a social token that was able to be created on the Solana blockchain called um, 
dick punching, which is uh, funny in its own right, but dick stands for um, decentralized and inclusive community. And we send these tokens back and forth and um, it takes five seconds per transaction and it costs 0.00028 cents per transaction. So, I mean, if you haven't looked into Solana or any NFTs, I'd recommend checking out that presentation specifically because you will be educated on it. And I think that you'll be relatively surprised at uh, what comes out of it. Kind of like a game of like virtual tag, but with like a meme name. I, I think that's, I, I think it's smart marketing. <laughs> I think that's, it's pretty cool. You know, it's funny. Honestly, I agree. We've, they launched uh, end of March. And since then, as a community, we've exchanged over 300,000 individual social tokens on the network. That's amazing. And usually it's the memes that come first, like just the fun little like, oh, this is like harmless. It's funny. Um, it's got like a, a funny name. And then it's like 12 months in, 24 months in. It's like, oh, now we're getting paid to watch a video per the second in that every second I watch a video from a certain creator, I get paid 0.005 cents. And that money is instantly streamed into my wallet. Like, you know, so I right now we're at the dick punches, but eventually we'll be at the, yo, this creator just paid me 25 cents to watch this video. It's going to happen. Just wait and see. Oh, man. I, uh, what a name. Um, <laughs> that's just, uh, grumpy grandpa would, Max. Do you have any, uh, grandpa like, takes on this? Like, do you have, sorry, sorry, drip ballers. Um, the, the gr grumpy grandpa, uh, Max, do you have any, uh, grumpy grandpa takes on, um, on this, on this, uh, initiative here? I, uh, I actually don't have any grumpy grandpa takes. Uh, I'm actually very excited about this initiative. Uh, I think. I'll keep repeating. I think Solana NFTs just, I really do think like Solana or another chain is really going to lead us to mass adoption because it's so, so much uh, quicker and cheaper. So yeah, I don't have any grumpy grandpa takes here. I'm, I'm a, I guess I'm more of a positive porcupine at the moment. Oh my God. I, I just, I love it. I, I, I love the, the subtle V friends, uh, puns. Um, it's, it's, it's a, one of my favorite pastimes I'd say at this point um wouldn't you agree ezra yeah we we put those puns in the chat all the time like at work it's it really is great um i want to invite anyone else who wants to request um to speak about vcon about anything that we've touched on um during this episode and yeah come up request say what up gavin hand raise and then we'll get to oscar yeah i just wanted to um um i forgot what you guys were talking about even um, uh, it's all exactly, pinned up in the like, top was, our topics um, yeah, in I was, the I was drawing, let me see. yeah okay well well before I get to that I just wanted to say that like um, I think that VCon is going to be awesome and I feel like this is going to be a really good moment to see like people are going to really understand what NFTs are um, one of the things that I'm doing is I am um, basically for all of my holders um, one person per I'm going to be creating a drawing for them and I'm just going to give them a sketch. And I typically sell these sketches for, you know, like, you know, a decent amount. Um, and I'm just going to be giving them away to the collectors of my work uh, that come to VCon. Cause you know, I'm trying to add value where I can. And this is like, I think this is the best moment and in real life. They meet you. Uh, people meet you for the first time. You might be meeting them for maybe for a second time, but like right now it's like very pivotal to just like, you know, just support everyone. So I know Nander has a, um, a gone fishing and, you know, if, if, you know, you said you're going, we meet up, I'm going to give you um, a drawing. And I think that's going to be um, a really, not just my way, but like, you know, um, with um, creatures, with like, with all the NFTs that are going to be there, like you're going to see what NFTs really are um, because it's, you hold my NFT and I give back value back to you. Um, for supporting me. Oh, that's going to be so cool. I, um, I actually have two of yours. I have, um, gone fishing and I have, um, I think it's perspective. I think that's what it oh, was. Right. Yeah. So I have right, two yes. of them. Yeah. And I just now recently burned, um, the remaining ones. So it was going to be a hundred of a hundred, but now it's a 43 
of 43 Ooh. so that's pretty cool <laughs> and uh, oh yeah what i was going to talk about which i don't see the i don't know why i can't see what what you guys are talking about but anyways i just wanted to bring up that i find it interesting you know the i'm not gonna really like give my opinion on um the uh the not okay bears and okay bears um uh i mean you know it's it's an interesting thing you know because like they had zero royalties so it was an interesting idea there to like you know flip the image put it on eth you know like that's interesting but what i was going to say was like i find it interesting how like uh people like support that so much and they just jump in with like all of their eth um you know there were multiple wallets spending so much on these um that were you know they literally just flipped the art around um and it's crazy because like i find it interesting that people don't do that for artists like people don't like jump in you know drop 10 eth for artists um that are like you know just like and it's interesting to me because like sometimes someone like me i'm more trustworthy because you know i'm fully doxxed you can you can find like my um my facebook that's like i have like family on you know like that's how doxxed i am like you can find anything and everything about me um uh so like i don't know like i feel like it's interesting atmosphere lately where like a lot of projects they're completely anons but people want to make money so bad that they'll jump into um you know these projects that you, you can't trust at all um because like you really need to know the team behind it um to be able to actually you know go in with <laughs> a lot of people going in with half of their entire um bank uh so yeah i just wanted to kind of touch on that and also kind of touch on the next part which is whenever i bring this kind of thing up people say something like uh well you can't people try to separate art and projects and say well you can't really compare the two and i find that interesting because like we're always we're in the same ecosystem we all live right here um in this exact same ecosystem um so i don't know i just kind of want to bring that up and those are some fascinating points. Um, I think, yeah, there's, uh, I think what that comes down to in terms of just, you know, how people are moving and, and shaking in the, in the space is ultimately, you know, you have your typical mix of people, the, the people that are looking to do a flip, looking, you know, you have your people that are potentially uneducated on, you know, certain market dynamics and um, hop into uh, a project just based on hype and, and certain things. But I mean, Hey, you know, there's, there is some, some people, you know, are building legitimate things. And, and, you know, I think that um, I try to remain objective in terms of, you know, the reasoning, because I know that everybody has their own, their own re reasons and motivations to get into the space. I think, um, I think what, um, at the end of it all, it's just a, a matter of, you know, knowing yourself and, and, and curating your community and your, um, your crowd, your, your family in, in web three and, um, building, building your building, you know, uh, as Gary would put it, but, uh, Ezra, what's your, what's your take on all this? I'm kind of just processing it, you know, I, I've never really looked at it from that perspective of, yes, people are spending a bunch of money on projects. And it seems that that behavior is driven from just making a quick flip where they wouldn't be as willing to put that money towards an artist. So, yeah, I, I don't really I haven't really formed my thoughts around that. I think that's an interesting perspective that I haven't really heard yet. Well, I it, it, go ahead, Max. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, from a collector's perspective, like, you know, I think we see a lot of projects, um, PFP projects, specifically, outsell, you know, a lot of art collections, and you know, especially one of one art. And I think that ultimately comes down to, um, you know, whether this is a good reason or a bad reason, but it's just like liquidity, you know, a lot of people you know, prefer to have like liquidity, even if it's, you know, not to mince my words, but like a junk NFT collection, right? Like a lot of people would just prefer to buy something like that for the quick flip, for the quick liquidity versus 
you know, an art piece of similar value that may not have the attention uh, at the time or may not, you know, be in the news at the time. Like, for instance, I will never understand for the life of me why something like OK Bears is at the same price, if not more, than Chromie Squiggles right now. And, you know, I love Squiggles, but I think over time we'll just look back on that and, you know, just laugh. Um, and I, you know, there's a lot of really high quality artists with really high quality one of one pieces out there that are struggling to sell their pieces. And yet they see, you know, these profile pictures. So, you know, at this, at those same levels at with much greater volume every day. And I'm sure that's gotta be frustrating, but you know, it, the liquidity is definitely, uh, a reason, uh, network, you know, effects is definitely a reason, um, but yeah, that was, those are just my some of my thoughts uh, coming from the collector's perspective. Yeah, and I think that there's something that to the point that I try to often uh, weave into how I'm looking at things is ultimately, I mean, 99% of the people in the space were uh, brought into Web3 or crypto in some sort of, um, some sort of imagined... Uh, disproportionate financial return. I mean, truly, right? Um, I think you see anybody that um, that I talk to, whether it's cousins, aunts, uncles, what have you, within my own family or outside that are um, at least loosely familiar with crypto, uh, often ask, oh, well, how do you make money? Or how do you, you know, how do you do this? How do you do that? And and I, I just say to them, look, the, the actual market value yeah, there are people that play within the space of, of trading and um, that's their main focus within Web3. And that's I all love for that. And I, I you know, truly, um, if that's how, you know, you roll within the space, um, I think there's an alternate play where one can look at those charts, look at those numbers and just say, well, that's really just a reflection of uh, circulating supply times, you know, whatever math equation that results into the resulting, um, per share converted to USD, you know, uh, value of these coins. And, um, ultimately I, I believe that it can at times be a distraction for what's actually occurring, which is, um, you know, and again, there, there, people throw around decentralization and all of those things. Yes, there will be, um, there's always going to be um, some sort of financial uh, vehicle through which that uh, drives new technologies and new things and what have you. But um, within that, um, I think it's important to bring more awareness to like to Gavin's point, you know, the one of one artists, the people that are driving forward the space, um, you know, in different ways and in unique ways and, and trying to thread the needle in, unique use cases for these emerging technologies. Um, that's, that's just something that I think about. I try to think about, um, as often as I can. I, um, I, I didn't want, I just want to like make sure that no one thinks that like, I'm like flooding any projects. Or oh no, like no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm not thinking that like, just cause you like, if you spend like 10 ETH on like a project, but you only spend like 0.1 on an artist, that's bad. That's not any of my like, that's not what my intentions were. I just wanted to like clarify because like that's one thing I love about this space is that everyone can do whatever they want. Like, you know, like people might like just don't understand art. So they just stick to the PFPs and that's absolutely fine. It's actually really awesome because, you know, there's so much you can do um, with that. I mean, and also like, um, you know, I own, um, I recently got a, um, a VFriend one. Um, Congrats. You know, everything's cheap right now. Thanks. <laughs> um, and like, it's just, it's just really awesome that like, you know, you can do whatever you want in this space. And like when there's a bear market, you know, uh, I think uh, I forgot what the high was for uh, VFriend ones, but um, you know, they were up at like $50,000. Well, uh, we have Jeremy knows here and uh, he, yep, he was, was sure. No. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah. Um, so like there's that, but then there's like, uh, like now that there's a bear market, I just bought one and like, it was like, it's like a sale, you know, like, and then ETH is cheap too. So 
you know, that that's what's so amazing about this space is there's so many different strategies to everything. And um, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I I wasn't necessarily like, um, you know, like shitting out any projects or, you know, uh, in particular saying people should do one thing over another. I was just, you know, more so trying to explain, um, you know, why some people gravitate towards one sector of the market versus the other. But I agree with you. Kind of the beauty of this space is that, you know, it's totally up to, you know, up, up to you of how, how you want to approach it and what you want to collect and how you want to flip. And, um, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, um, I also don't want to leave Oscar hanging here. Um, what's good, homie. Hi y'all. Good afternoon. I just, uh, yeah. Good afternoon. Um, anyways, I wanted to ask about some of the speakers on Vcon, if I may, which by the way, thanks for that sideline conversation regarding the blockchain. I'm relatively new to it all because I've only literally been in the space since Friends started last year, the Discord channel. So I'm still learning each and every day. Um, but anyways, um, regarding Vcon, please, um, I was looking over the um, speakers and all that, and all that jazz. And um, I don't know if it's just me or maybe I just can't read or anything, um, but I don't think I saw Snoop Dogg's um, thingy on the VCon app. Is there a reason why or has that yet to be announced and or released? Like, I think same with my lacunas, but then someone on here already commented versus on there. I don't know. I have yet to open the app, but just putting a question out there, like, um, do, do all y'all know when uh, Snoop Dogg is going to speak? Ezra, you probably know this. Yeah, I don't want it's to link information. The, the well, it's all Sunday. on the app, Ezra. It's it's all publicly okay, okay. available. For sure. So yes, it is in that case. <laughs> it is um he'll be speaking on Sunday on a little panel action. So yeah, um Sunday at two PM. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'd, I'd, I'd visit the app right now, but my Twitter space is just completely crashes if I exit Twitter, so I've been scared to leave <laughs> for that Respect. reason. But a radio, I get it. But anyways, yeah, I'll be seeing all y'all at VCon, by the way. I got my ticket, and so that's fucking fun. Um, Amazing. Yeah, balls, dude. Fucking awesomeness, legitness. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. I feel like I'm a 12-year-old right now. I'm, I'm, I'm twice that age, but hey. It is what it is. It was my birthday yesterday. So, yeah, that was cool. Congrats, homie. Officially, Thank yeah. you. Officially on Cloud9. Cloud9 official. Yes. I, yeah, I, I, am on cloud nine. I did say I was on Cloud4.5 last week, didn't I? You're right. You did. <laughs> yep, yep. We've made it full circle. Uh, we are officially Cloud9. Um, yeah. It's amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Thank you for having me up. I think I'm a legit take a nap now. Oh, wait. One question, if I may. Sure. Yeah. Um, what's the poet thingy, or is the word already like shut down? Oh, the the great reminder. Oh, we're so. Oh, wow. You are the best, Oscar. We were about to end this space without mm, doing the poet. We're lost without Sammy. I know. I know. Lost. So. Oh. I guess I, I guess I'll I guess I'll do the POAP explanation. Um, all right, everybody, we have a POAP. Um, what that means is proof of attendance protocol. Uh, you can get the app on the App Store or Google Play Store, and we're about to give it away for y'all. So you can see the in the pin tweets. Uh, there is a tweet that has a little bit of a explainer article that we have just to break it, breaks everything down. But once you have this app installed. Uh, you're going to want to navigate to the lower right-hand corner um, where it says Mint, and you're going to hit Secret Word. And the secret word for today, which I'm pulling up to just double-check and confirm that it's the right one, um, the secret word for today is all caps, SQUAD37. That's squad three seven all caps S Q U A D three seven. 
squad37 is the POAP code for today. Please react if you've been able to claim. Let me see those reactions. I see Ezra. I see Oscar got it. Okay, Max got it. Okay. Um, make sure to react if you got the PO app for today. Okay, I see Philly. What's good? Uh, gratitude. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Um, amazing. So, again, one last time. It's squad37 for the PO app code today. You can go and claim that in your PO app app on your mobile mobile device. Uh, sh- uh, so, Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Ezra, well, what, how'd you, how'd you think of that Poe app? The, I mean, I thought I basically was shammy. I think I transcended to be shammy for a second there. Um, yeah, I was, I was going to volunteer to do it. I'm going to be like, Hey, let me get a shot at this. And then I was like, I'm glad I didn't say that. Cause that would have been a disaster compared to what you got. So, <laughs> I, that was textbook, man. Textbook. I, I yeah, it's just, I, I can, I, I have a weird thing with like impressions and stuff. Sometimes like I can, like I can do impressions of people and it sometimes I maybe shouldn't have said that in a, in a Twitter space. Cause people probably don't want me yeah. to do that, but I got to prep the, that's the thing. I got to prep it a little bit, but yeah, I can, I, you know, once in a while, um, can do it. Do I love do? it. Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear one, man. Let's hear one right now. Oh fuck. No, nah, I can't do that. Nah, you can't be doing that. <laughs> can't be doing that especially for the podcast no 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 yeah all right we'll let you off the hook this time but not next time okay okay (laughs) just kidding man uh, i have non-web3 related breaking news for all the hardcore nba fans out there uh marcus smart and al horford are out for game one of the eastern conference finals tonight uh i just saw that so i had to had to report the news oh what for uh, apparently, Marcus Smart has uh, some f- some injury. Apparently, and Horford is in health and safety protocols for COVID. Ah, oh, fuck! All right, sorry. I'm a Bostonian. Um, shout out my Celtics right now. Um, they're killing it. Totally. Can you do? I think you're warmed up for your next impression. Can you do an angry Boston uh, Celtics fan? Are you fucking kidding me, guy? What is this? <laughs> fucking Marcus Smart? Fuck it. Beautiful. See, we got you warmed up for that one. You yeah. ready to go? No, I got my Bostonian on deck, bro. I Don't worry. I, I, uh, I'll pull that shit out anytime, <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> We're going to be at VCon and, and you're going to be like, yo, do the Bostonian degenerate. It'll be like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the gas is too high on this one. With Solana, I need Solana. <laughs> what is this, a ledger? What, 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 what? I, I remember my, uh, my, my mom would, uh, use this, uh, one of these things, uh, used for the bakery, uh, you know, we, we use all the, uh, transactions and shit, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> this is so cringy. That one, that one, you know, you got the sports one on deck. This is hey, so- listen, I think, I think now's a good time. And with that said, let's, let's get out of here. No, um, <laughs> I do think. I need to thank everyone for listening. We have what, like 90 people in here who've been listening. Yeah. 90 people showed up. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to web 37, our web three roundup with the crew. Gavin, thanks for joining Oscar. Thanks for joining. And by the way, if you liked this content, we got more of that on deck at your favorite streaming service up at the top in the pin tweet. One of them, there is a, what is that? It, uh, Spotify, a link tree. We we're just talking about link tree, a link tree to find the web 37 episodes. They're on Spotify, Apple music, wherever you find your podcast. We got the builders. We got the artists. We got people who are doing things in the space, talking on the podcast to give their perspective of the web three landscape. So check that out. And we got a newsletter where we t- cover a bunch of stuff outside of web three. You can sign up for that in the link above the newsletter, sign up link. You'll get culture, sports, fashion, music. I'm missing some other stuff, NFTs. We got everything that you could be interested in. Oh, they just added a new segment that is Feed Your Curiosity. And there's a couple little fun facts. Maybe it's maybe today it has to do with history or maybe it has to do with freaking a new Web3 development. Feed Your Curiosity in your inbox. Sign up for that. It's in your inbox every morning. Boom. There we go. We got the plugs. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And for those of you that have not claimed the PO app, it is uh, Squad 37 
SQUAD37. It's all caps. POAP app. Make sure to hit the claim code. Um, secret word. There you go. Bing, bang, boom. We also have a secret POA app that you can enter the word now. DeMarcus Smart injured out for game <laughs> one. Enter that into your POAP app. Did you say did you say DeMarcus Smart? DeMarcus, <laughs> I, I, uh, hey, listen. Um, <laughs> actually, if there was a time machine, I'd be using it. Sorry. What's I, his actual name? What's his name? I'm not into Smart basketball. Is smart. <laughs> Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. Oh, God, this is going in the Hall of Fame moments. of. Okay, so what? I had two extra letters, man. You never seen two extra letters before? Get out of here. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, uh, uh, that that was just All pure right. New Yorker. That was like half, like, you're, like, on the border of, like, Jersey and fit, like, you know, hey, I'm walking here. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's spiraling downhill fast. We, we should wrap up. That's for sure. Oh man, it's great. But yeah, thanks everyone for joining. Appreciate you. Much love, everybody. And see you at VCon, man. Jeez, two days away. Let's oh, go. I'm pumped. This will be great. Can't wait. Peace Later, out, everybody. Everyone. Much love. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check out every single live Twitter space on our Twitter at 1:37 p.m.